What's up, everybody? This is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries. We are at the end of March, and we are about a third into this year. So I'm hoping and praying that your personal growth in God is progressing. Remember, people of God, the goals that we've set for ourselves is one where you can't get complacent or even discouraged because you've had some hiccups or setbacks. You see, people of God, I'm just a bird in the sky. <laughs> Stopping by to let you know that you have to continue to push yourself in becoming everything that the Lord wants you to be. Because we live in a world where distractions are always tugging at the very fiber of our lives. We have reality TV shows giving us so-called entertainment. We have provocative imagery, whether it's YouTube or many of our social media outlets that makes the abnormal appear to be normal. And then there's the working environment. <laughs> yes, we have so many people that we deal with each day full of mess that if we're not careful, if we are not careful, we can get caught up with these daily occurrences. How can you manage yourself when there's so much going on around you? How can we navigate through life when there are so many waves of temptation wanting you to stay in sin and keeps you entangled in worldly affairs. This is why Pastor Phil, the bird in the sky, <laughs> wants to remind you to be aware of your surroundings and be wise in making the right decisions in life rather than becoming a victim of the waves. <laughs> There is a passage of scripture that speaks to these issues. This is found in the book of Ephesians chapter five, verse six through 17. And of course, I'm reading from the voice translation, the voice translation. And it says, don't be fooled by people whose sentences are curled, I'm sorry, are compounded with useless words, empty words. They just show they are empty souls. For his wrath, God will judge all the children of disobedience for these kinds of sins. So don't be uh, persuaded in their ignorance and don't cast your lot with them. Because although you were once the personification of darkness, you are now light in the Lord. So he says, act like children of the light. For the fruit of the light is all that is good, right, and true. Make it your aim to learn what pleases our Lord. Don't get involved with the fruitless works of darkness. Instead, expose them to the light of God. You see, it's a disgrace to speak of their secrets. So don't even talk about what they do when no one is looking. When the light shines, it exposes even the dark and shadowy things and turns them into pure reflections of light. This is why they sing, Awake you sleeper, rise from your grave, and the anointed one will shine on you. So be careful how you live. Be mindful of your steps. Don't run around like idiots as the rest of the world does. Instead, walk as the wise. 
making the most of every living and breathing moment because these are evil times. So understand and be confident in God's will and don't live thoughtlessly. People of God, wherever you are in this world right now, the Lord wants you to know that you have to make the most of every opportunity to improve yourself, to enjoy life the way God intended for you to live. Just in this passage of scripture, you can hear his words ring like music to your ears. It's, it talks about being mindful of your steps. How many times have you taken a bad step and came crashing down to the floor? Bruised up physically? Sometimes there's laughter. <laughs> some embarrassment, but there are some steps. There are some steps that can cause you to slip back into a life that you really don't want to go back to. The Lord says, be careful. It also says, don't get involved with the fruitless works of darkness. It says, instead, expose them to the light of God. This is why, this is why year after year, we continue to make New Year's resolutions. <laughs> After a few weeks into the year, we go right back into fruitless works of darkness. These works do not constitute change. It only brings out the worst in you rather than the best in you. God simply says, expose the works of darkness to them, to them, whoever your them is, <laughs> expose them with God's light. This means speaking to people who live by the standards and precepts of God. These are people who walk in his power. And they demonstrate what real strength looks like. Exposing these individuals to the Lord can bring about a change in their lives. God's word says, act like children of the light. Now listen, there's a song that says, Jesus is the light. He is the light of the world. It also says that Jesus is shining, ever shining in our souls. People of God, verse 17 says it best. It says, so understand and be confident in God's will and do not live thoughtlessly. We are a third of the way into this year. Let's stay aggressive for God. Let's stay in tune to his plans. Let's be confident and not fearful of slipping back into bad behaviors or lifestyles. Let us live with a, with a purpose to stay connected to God. And when you stay connected to God, he makes everything all right, in Jesus' name. All right, all right. Let's get into today or tonight's episode. In this particular episode, the Lord, as always, impressed upon me the need to talk freely and with an understanding of strength. You see, people of God, strength is not lifting 200 pounds of weight only for 10 seconds <laughs> with no intentions of lifting that weight any longer. 
nor is it climbing up a mountain or a portion of the mountain with no intent to go any higher, only to ask or look into another option. Strength should be finding out how far you can go in pain, how, lo how long you can endure with pressure pulling on you to give up. How many tackles in a football game can you make in four quarters? How many miles can you run to cross a finish line that's 26 miles away? We all tend to look for alternatives. Many of us look for shortcuts to successfully receive a reward. Today or tonight's episode, what we will learn about God is that God's insight into your personal growth has everything to do with his understanding of what he has placed inside of you for you to flourish under the most intense difficulties. And yet his grace is sufficient to carry you through to the finish line in life where you will look back and thank God for the insight that he will provide for you and what he has provided for you. And so today or tonight's episode is one not to stop the pain from happening or the pressures in life to diminish, but to inform you of your greatness and your gift because your gift will press through and will cause you to be victorious. And so to the, the title for the, the title for today or tonight's episode is entitled, guess what? Thorn issues. <laughs> Thorn issues and its need for grace. I love that title. So can I say that one more time? I'm glad you said yes. Tonight's episode is entitled Thorn Issues and the Need for Grace. Now listen, we all know what a thorn is. We've been poked. Blood has come out of our skin. We know what a thorn is. It's something that's from a tree or shrub that has a sharp edge and that is if, it, if it's not handled properly, can cause sharp pain, irritation, or possibly discomfort. We all know of some trees that has a sharp edge. And even a rose has within its makeup thorns. Today or tonight's episode will demonstrate how just like a tree or plant, that has thorns. We too have thorns. <laughs> you see, people of God, roses have, have thorns. They have thorns to ward off predators, which may help extend their life. And we also know that roses are considered a symbol of achievement, completion, and perfection. But for today or tonight's episode, we want to focus on a few things thorns also represent. It represents a source of irritation, a situation that requires resolution, a fear, a threat, or a source of annoyance, a misfortune or affliction that causes worry, hardship, or distress. These are the thorns that we'll deal with. These are the thorns that we deal with each and every day. And what the Lord has impressed upon me is that we have to stop trying to rely 
on our own abilities to get rid of these irritants and to understand that God's plan for your life has everything to do with being obedient to his instructions, not leaning to our own understanding of the events that's taking place in your life. Staying committed to prayer and study and to focus not on the thorns, but to focus on his grace. Before we continue with these thorns, <laughs> let's take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back with the episode entitled Thorn Issues and the Need for Grace. Hi, I'm Christopher. I'm the editor of Full of Life Ministry San Diego podcast. And I'm here to say that if you like what you're hearing and would like to donate to our ministry, you can on any one of our platforms at Spotify, Anchor, Spreaker. You can go to our page and there should be a big button that says donate and you could donate right there and then. The money will be used to provide COVID relief and COVID aid to people who have lost jobs or are affected negatively by this ongoing pandemic. That's all for now. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the podcast. All right, we are back. So because of time, I won't read for your hearing 1 Corinthians, the 12th chapter, verses 1 through 10. There is a lot to this, but I want to focus on some key takeaways that we can best understand how thorn issues are not to break you, but to make you into something that's different and unique because the way to climb a mountain or to over overcome the cares of this life, we have to live by the grace that's afforded to us through Jesus. So listen, Paul had explained his visions and revelations to the Corinthian people. These precious souls are God's people who had been given bad information from false apostles about the character of Paul. Now listen, some believe his health was struggling, his eyesight diminishing. He had to, we're talking about Paul, had to continue living by God's standards and not give into temptation even with all of the, the things that were going on Paul had a revelation from God that could have caused him to live a selfish way and become something that God never intended for him to live this is what happens to us from time to time we get caught up with ourselves and we want the attention rather than remaining humble before the Lord. You see, we are drawn to receiving validation from people rather than remaining true to ourselves and to remain committed to God. And what that and with this being said, the scriptures tells us in 1 Corinthians, I'm sorry, 2 Corinthians, the 12th chapter, verses 6 through 10. 2 Corinthians, the 12th chapter, verses 6 through 10. And it says, and of course, I'm reading from the voice translation. It says, so if I want to boast, I won't do so as a fool because I will be speaking the truth. But I will stop there, since I don't want to be credited with anything except exactly what people see and hear from me. Verse 7 says, To keep me grounded and stop me from becoming too high and mighty due to the extraordinary character of these revelations. It says here, I was given a thorn in the flesh, a nagging 
nuisance of Satan, a messenger to plague me. Paul says, I begged the Lord three times to liberate me from its anguish. And finally, <laughs> finally, he said to me, my grace is enough to cover and sustain you. My power, not your power, Paul, but my power is made perfect in weakness. So Paul says, so ask me about my thorn. Inquire about my weaknesses. And I will gladly go on and on. I would rather stake my claim in these and have the power of the anointed one at home within me. Verse 10 says it best. It says, I am at peace and even take pleasure in any weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and afflictions for the sake of the anointed. Because when I am at my weakest, he makes me strong. What we have here is Paul's understanding of pain and pressure. He also understood what God wanted him to do in his life and, and how Paul's assignment will be one of great fury and struggle, intense attacks that have not fully prepared. He could be destroyed and left in ruins. Paul's assignment the multi-layered thorns, <laughs> full of weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecution, and afflictions. And of course, who wants to deal with that? That's a huge mountain to climb. Limited ability, limited resources. God knew this is not the time to place your own abilities towards these thorns. So what God allowed for Paul to experience and what God is trying to say to us tonight, people of God, is that with Paul and with us, he allows these thorns in our lives. So number one, that we don't become conceited because of these powerful, great revelations that we don't become conceited because of these powerful and great revelations. So God's goal in allowing the thorn in the flesh was to keep Paul humble. First Peter, the fifth chapter, the sixth verse says, humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time, he may exalt you. So people of God, we have to remain focused on the goal. Your uniqueness is ready to be demonstrated. Don't allow for conceit to get in the way of what God has for you. Because people of God, conceit has a way of tapping you on your shoulder and making you bigger than what you really are. Your excessive appreciation of your own worth or virtue takes away what God provided for you. Don't steal God's shine. It's okay to recognize and consider what the Lord has placed inside of you. Thorns are painful reminders of how God had to put up with your living in weakness rather than operating in his strength. That's the reason why thorns are in your life is because of conceit. It also talks about that when thorns become unbearable, learn to embrace God's grace. When thorns become unbearable, Learn to embrace God's grace. 
Now, in our story, Paul begged and pleaded with the Lord to make his life easier and take away the struggle, take away the hardships. Why do I have to fight for others? That's what Paul was saying. Why do I have to put up with people who lie on me? Why do I have to be the one to take the high road? Why do I have to be the peacemaker? I don't want to be a leader. I'm not qualified to operate at the level to love my enemies. This is too much for me to take. Paul is saying, I didn't sign up for this. This is not my idea to to have to shine your light in the darkness. So just let me be free and live my life the way I want to live my life. Paul asked God three times to liberate Paul from this anguish. And finally, after Paul had a a tirade, like a little a little child, a temper tantrum. Couldn't think of the word, but he was having a temper tantrum before God. He asked the Lord three times, take this thing away from me. Finally, after all of this, God speaks and God says, my grace is enough to cover and sustain you because my power is made perfect in weakness. God responds in a way to help us deal with the drama, to face the challenges ahead of us. He says, my grace is enough to cover and sustain you. His amazing grace, how sweet the sound. God's grace is the strength we need to face the most challenging mountain or to deal with all of the situations and circumstances that we deal with. God's grace will cover and sustain us in all aspects of life. God's grace is is the proper shoes we need to climb our mountains that are filled with thorns. God's grace is the rope that we need to tie around our waist that we need to pull on in order not to slip on the dangerous conditions that come our way. God's grace is the food we need when we become deficient in our faith. His grace is the anthem we listen to when dealing with the thorns that try to convince us that we have to give up now, that life is just too difficult. God's grace is the one that speaks to us when we feel like the road that we're traveling is too dangerous for us to travel. God's grace says, through many dangers, toils, and snares, we've already come. Twas grace that brought us safe thus far, and grace will lead us home. In this passage of scripture, God tells Paul and he tells us his grace is enough. So embrace his grace to help you deal with the thorn issues of life. Number three, thorn issues are designed to help those who are looking to you to provide for them an answer to help them overcome their thorns. Paul tells us, so ask me about my thorn, inquire about my weaknesses, and I would gladly go on and on and on. I would rather stake my claim in these and have the power of the anointed one at home within me. Paul tells us to inquire about his weaknesses. This is is about how people can radiate a power in the midst of chaos when the Lord resides amongst the thorns in our lives. Having God's power actively involved in your daily walk gives the solutions to winning in life. Testify 
Take a moment to talk about the goodness of the Lord. When thorns are poking you, making fun of you. Talk about the power of God to your friends and your family. Stake your claim in God. Place a bed on God. Hallelujah. Because guess what? He is trustworthy and he is reliable. He is full of wisdom and he can show you the way. And so in closing, Paul says, when I'm at my weakest, the Lord makes me strong. When the thorns that are in your life begins its greatest attack on you, you won't become weak. You will become strong. Think about Jesus. They placed a crown of thorns on his head. Not for anything that he, that he did. He lived a life without sin. Yet he endured a cross for the sake of you and I. And, and we know the end result. Yes, Jesus suffered. Yes, he even died. But the good news is, he rose with all power in his hands. We too have the power because of Jesus and because God's word says, we have what it takes to handle life and with the grace that's been given to us. Let us pray. Father God, in the name that's above every name, we give you praise. We thank you for all that you have done for us. You are a good God. You are a gracious God. You are a kind God. And there is no one like you in all the earth. And so today or tonight, we pray, oh God, that you will help us deal with the thorns that you've allowed for us to feel these thorns are not to make us bitter but these thorns are to make us better Lord God I pray oh God that as we handle these thorns that's in our lives that we won't rely on our own ability or our ingenuity when it comes to being able to handle the various thorns that's in our lives Help us to place our full trust in you because you are trustworthy. You are trustworthy and you are reliable. And if we just can embrace your teachings, your teachings will help us face our thorns and not be afraid because you say in your word that in our weakness, with our shortcomings, with our humanism, you say that we can become strong in the midst of hardships and insults and difficulties. We can be strong in you because we put our faith and trust totally in you. We're here to give you all the praise for what you're doing in our lives. We're gonna give you all the glory and all the honor because you deserve it, God. And we ask all of this in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Listen, people of God, that is it for today or tonight. Today or tonight's episode entitled Thorn Issues and the Grace that We Need. This is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries. I am so tickled in my spirit. Can I say that? I am tickled in my spirit to know that you guys are tuning in each and every day, listening to these episodes to inspire you, to equip you, to encourage you, and to empower you to live a full and a meaningful life. That is our goal for this ministry, Full of Life Ministries. If you are enjoying this ministry, please continue to share the podcast. It's amazing what God can do when you trust Him. And so please, uh, family, please continue to share the podcast. It's making a difference. If you feel led to give, please give on any of our platforms. Make a financial contribution to this ministry and it will go into fertile soil to help those who need it the most. 
This is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries. If there's anything that we could do to assist you in your Christian growth, don't hesitate. Please don't hesitate to email us at fulloflifesd at gmail.com. Once again, that is fulloflifesd at gmail.com. And we are here to help you continue to grow in God. We are just in the early stages of what God is going to do in your life. Once again, this is Pastor Bill with Full of Life Ministries. Let's continue to do this in Jesus' name. God bless. Hello, everybody. This is Pastor Phil, Full of Life Ministries. We are so thrilled and appreciative of the love that you show to us each and every week. You know, there's a song that in the lyrics it talks about when all of God's children come together. What a time, what a time, what a time. And for me, Understanding the significance of all of God's children coming together. In my mind, my imagination goes wild. <laughs> every kind of person, every ethnicity, whether you're black or white or brown or tall or short or skinny or even fluffy. <laughs> yes, all of God's children who are making a commitment to God realizes the beauty of fellowship. Being connected all around the world in so many different countries and cities. And yes, it's true. I may not know what you look like, but I feel your love. <laughs> And here at Full of Life Ministries, we hope that you receive the same love back to you. And this is why God created us, for us to always be connected to one another. There's a scripture that speaks about the unique power of love. And this is found in the book of St. John, chapter 13. Verses 34 through 35. Jesus is talking to his disciples and he lays out the blueprint for a success towards one another. He says, so I give you a new command. Love each other deeply and fully. Remember the ways that I've loved you and demonstrate your love for others in those same ways. Everyone, and I mean everyone, will know you as my followers if you demonstrate your love to others. One of the stunning parts of this text is the location. This passage comes on the heels of one of the disciples named Judas, leaving the other disciples 
at the Last Supper to betray Jesus. He knew that this new command would be the lasting message that would create an honest assessment of the tendencies that people will try to live by. You put limitations on love and you will never experience the fullness that love can provide. Jesus simply says to his disciples and to us, he says to love each other deeply and fully. Loving those whom we agree are partial to is the easy part. Loving the rest of the folks we come in contact with is a much harder proposition. You see, people of God, God love, God's love demonstrates strength. Love heals. Love goes beyond the color of one's skin. Love is infectious. Love has purpose. And guess what? Love never fails. <laughs> For Jesus, love did not mean a sweet, sentimental feeling. It simply meant action. It meant actively loving putting one's love into real life's situations and circumstances. We need to love deeply and fully. He says to us right now, he's speaking to us right now. He says, remember the ways that I loved you. We need to never forget the many times when we strain our relationship with the Lord. Remember the times when we turned our back to Him? He never stopped loving us. Jesus goes on and says, demonstrate your love for others in the same ways. Yes, Jesus at times would get frustrated with His disciples. Yes, there were times when he saw right through them. He knew that Jesus would betray him. Not Jesus. He knew that Judas would betray him. Yet he loved Judas. He even called Judas his friend. And yet Judas betrayed the one that showed him what love is all about. I know people of God that you haven't betrayed full of life ministries. <laughs> I know this <laughs> because I feel your love. But I want you to know is that I deeply and fully love you all. And Jesus says it best by loving at all times, in all seasons, through the good and the bad. He says, by everyone will know that you are my disciples. So when we continue to love one another, when we continue to love one another, just like we're doing right now, we will fulfill and experience a new way of living that the world this whole big old world that we live in will recognize and see that love never fails in Jesus' name. All right, all right. Let's get into today or tonight's episode. In this episode, the Lord impressed upon me a subject that we all deal with. Are you ready? <laughs> Okay, it's the word fractures, fractures, yeah, fractures. <laughs> Most of us deal with fractured relationships, fractured walls that stand out, that stand out like a sore thumb. 
mental fractures, dealing with low self-esteem, insecurities that you're just not good enough to perform certain duties or tasks, feeling abandoned by people closest to you, sleeping in different parts of the house because the communications that need to be sound and healthy are actually fractured and you don't see any solutions in fixing this kind of situation. There's the emotional fractures that keep you up at night because you are worried about your son or daughter because they're hanging out with the wrong crowd and you are genuinely concerned about their well-being. You are emotionally detached from your husband or wife or your girlfriend or boyfriend because you don't feel appreciated or you're lacking the respect that you deserve. And then, and then there's the spiritual fractures. You haven't been praying. You haven't picked up your Bible in months. Or you haven't even pulled out your Bible app on your phone. Or even read your daily devotional because you're just tired and weary. Because the cares of this life has you down for the count. Lonely, afraid of your future, scared of the results that you're going to hear from the doctor. The Bible declares that faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. This is found in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. But it's hard. It's hard to have faith when you're drowning in bills, receiving threatening phone calls from the bill collectors. And how can you hope in something when your situation appears bleak? These are fractures. Anxiety, worry, fear. And, there, and there's where other things pop up about yourself. Anger, envious, jealous, bitterness. And these things, the list continues to grow. But what we don't know is how to fix the bleeding. How to fix the bleeding. Now, naturally, if you are bleeding, you treat the wound. You would get a towel or a gauze and put pressure and more pressure and more pressure on the wound until the, the cut stops bleeding. You treat the wound by cleaning the area. And then you would protect the wound by placing a bandage over the area until the fracture of your skin is healed. Spiritually so. God has given us the solutions to fix our fractures where we can begin healing the right way. And so you can live life the right way. So today or tonight's episode has the remedy in fixing your situation. And so today or tonight's episode is entitled Fixing Fractures. Fixing Fractures. The definition of the word fractured means something that is split or broken and unable to function or exist. Now, you know, the Lord knows how fractured we really are. And he knows that we continue to try different methods and schemes that really don't even exist. And the ones that you have created for yourself 
appears to only have short-term success. And one of the things that we have to realize that God can fix anything that's broken in your life. You see, the Bible declares in uh, Psalms 147 and 3, Psalms 147 and 3, it says it like this. It says that he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. So all of the cracks, all of the separation, all of the issues that pull on your heart, God can heal your broken heart. And it says that he binds or treats the wound. The way he treats your wounds is just not giving you cotton candy and making you feel warm and fuzzy. <laughs> he doesn't do that. What he will do is give you solutions to not allow the fractures that happen to you in your life ever happen again. That's the good news. This is the reason we see many individuals, though, falling back into old habits, falling for the same temptations, using the same lies, allowing the wrong people back into your life. This is where God wants to permanently fix your situation. He is the God that heals. And when God heals you, the real you, and the purpose that you are here on this planet will be so effective because you have been healed by God. Before we continue, let's take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back with the episode entitled Fixing Fractures. Hi everyone, I'm Christopher. I'm the editor of Full of Life Ministry San Diego podcast and I'm here to say if you like what you're hearing and would like to donate, you definitely can. On any of our pages, on our Instagram, on our Spotify, Spreaker, all of that, there should be a button that allows you to donate to our ministry. With your donations, we're able to donate to a variety of different things, COVID relief or anyone who just may need it in general. That's all for me. So thank you guys for listening and enjoy the rest of the podcast. All right, we are back. And so let's go straight into the word of God. And we will be coming from the book of Isaiah, chapter 40, verses 29 through 31. The book of Isaiah, chapter 40, verses 29 through 31. And I'm reading, as I always do, from the voice translation. And it says, God strengthens the weary and gives vitality to those those who are worn down by age and care. Young people will get tired. <laughs> Strapping young men will stumble and fall. But those who trust in God will regain their strength. They will soar on wings as eagles. They will run, never winded, never weary. They will walk, never tired, never faint. So number one, we have to realize and recognize that in this world, at some point in our life, we will get tired. <laughs> That's the reality. We will get tired. Tired of the struggles, tired of fighting to be successful, tired of the mundane, tired of living paycheck to paycheck. We will also, number two, will have moments. We will have moments when we stumble because we were not paying close attention to things that may trip us up physically emotionally, mentally, and even spiritually, we will have moments 
when we will swing and miss and strike out and miss out on opportunities and possibilities of making a difference in the life that we live. We will always have these moments, but God envisioned for us to live a certain type of way. But we will have moments when we will stumble and we will fall and we will have setbacks and shortcomings. We will always have moments when we will get tackled by the cares of this life. But number three, but when we place our trust and our faith in God and not lean into our own understanding of the situation, not giving into the things that will cause a fracture in our life, when we exercise our faith in God by saying to yourself and to the areas that are trying to create fractures in your life that God can and will give you the strength you need to fix your fractures. God will give you the strength that you need to fix the fractures. You are in a bad relationship. God will tell you that you're going to make it. You're going to make it. You're going to overcome the situation in Jesus' name. We're going to allow pride to fracture our relationship. We are going to operate in forgiveness. We are going to pray together over the situation. We are going to let go of the weights that's trying to damage our current situation. God will fix the fracture when we allow God to give us the strength that we need to fix the fractures. Because many times when we're in relationships, we don't always pray together. We don't always let go of the weights that's trying to create fractures for our lives. We don't, we don't always forgive. We don't always take the initiative to just try to fix the fracture. And when we go to God, God will fix the fractures. God will give you the vitality to the things that have been worn down by age and care. Because something that's been worn down by age doesn't mean that it can't be fixed. So we have to understand that when we surrender our lives to God, he will give us the, the strength that we need to fix the fracture. And when we give in to God, when we say yes to God, when we listen to his voice, when we pay close attention to his plans for our lives, God will have us soaring. That's what the scripture says. God will have us soaring. You can fly when God fixes your fractures because soaring requires you to look up to where you want to go. When we look to God, when we look up to God, he takes us higher. He helps us see what real freedom looks like. And then the other thing, in order for our fractures to be healed, we have to understand that we have to surrender our will to his. Because when we surrender our will to his, he will allow for us to run and never get winded. Because getting winded is lack of preparation and not eating the right substances in order to have endurance. We often argue over what's broken, what's missing, what you don't have the resources that you are lacking. But when you allow the Lord to condition you to move you forward in him, he will have you prepared for many, many blessings. 
that he wants for you to receive. So understand that God wants you to run and never get winded. He also, when you allow God to fix your fractures, you will be able to walk and never tire. You will be able to walk and never tire or get tired. And you will be able to have the ability never ever to faint. People of God, we are going to always have to repair something in life. We are always going to have to walk towards something. Walking is for someone who's trying to go places, to see things, to experience special moments, to seek new opportunities. A person with a compound fracture is limited in mobility and endurance simply because of the pain. It's hard to pursue things when in pain because of the many fractures. I understand sometimes you play hurt because people are counting on you to help win the game of life. But ultimately, people of God, the Lord wants you to know that he can repair and heal you for you to live life in its fullness. And so in closing, fractures are made to be fixed. Fractures are made to be fixed. Just like the natural body has healing properties that can naturally heal a wound, the Lord has the only solutions for today's situations and circumstances to keep you, to keep you and your life in perfect balance. And always remember this, people of God, when everything around us seems to fail and we even fail ourselves, God's grace doesn't fail. God's love never fails. God's healing properties never fail. And his grace is enough to support us in all of our brokenness, in all of our weaknesses, in all of our fractured parts of our lives. And whatever is fractured, people of God, God can and will fix you for the better. Let us pray. Father God, in the name that's above every name, we give you praise. We thank you for all of your many blessings. We thank you for all of your tender mercies. We thank you for just looking out for us, seeing about us. You understand us because you know us better than we know ourselves. And so, Lord God, we pray that you will continue to work on the fractures that's in our life. Whether it's relational or emotional or mental or even spiritual. These fractures are not something that we should live with. These fractures can be healed by you. Now, some of these fractures are beauty scars that reminds us of your healing power, the moments in, in life that when we had stumbled and fall, fallen to sin, those moments when we gave in to things that were not good for us, those beauty scars that you allow for us to see has your healing ingredients all over it. Because you love us so much, you did not want us to bleed to death. You didn't want us to give in to sin and to lose in life. So Lord God, I thank you for what you're doing in our lives and God help us to, to surrender our wills to yours so we can become everything that you created us to be. We love you and we appreciate you and we thank you for what you're doing in our lives. Bless everyone around the world 
to recognize and see and let them taste and see that you are a good God. We give you praise in advance for what you're going to do. We ask all these blessings in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, people of God, that is it for today or tonight's episode entitled Fixing Fractures. It's time to get all of these fractured things in our life repaired by God. This is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries. I hope and pray that you really did enjoy this podcast, this episode entitled Fixing Fractures. God wants to do something new in your life. So continue to love, continue to shine, and let God be the Lord of your life. If there's anything that we can do to help you along your Christian journey, don't hesitate to email us at fulloflifesd at gmail.com. Once again, that's fulloflifesd at gmail.com. We are here to inspire you. We are here to help you grow in, in God. And please continue to support us financially. Every dollar, every $10, every $100, whatever the amount that God has placed on your heart. Once again, this is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries. Let's continue, people of God, to do this in Jesus' name. God bless.